Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Chester A. Riley had weathered many a storm in his turbulent life, but one squall that really got him down will live long in his memory. It all happened when he forgot to take his lunch box to work with him one day, and so instead of his wife's home cooking, Riley had lunch at Gus's Greasy Grotto. Riley ordered the blue plate special, bone mackerel, but the cook had pulled a boner. Result, Riley had a run-in with a stubborn fishbone. And now we find him back at the aircraft plant in the infirmary being examined by the company doctor. Doctor, I'm broken. I'm strangulation. I can't breathe. Give me oxygen. Now, now, Riley, it can't be as bad as all that. Now, just sit still and tell me what happened. I swallowed a fish and he stabbed me. <laughs> is that all? A little fishbowl. Little. The whole fin is stuck on my throat with part of the rudder. I can't get any air through my gills. Give, give me oxygen. Now open your mouth, Mr. Riley, and we'll take a look. Say, ah. Uh, oh. What's the matter? Now he's trying to go upstream. Oh, that bone. It must be a yard long. It hurts worse when I'm sitting down. Now relax, Riley. There is no bone lodged in your throat. It only made a little scratch. It'll be all right in a few hours. Oh, or just a little scratch. Hey, oh, oh, gee, that's great. Well, thanks, Doc. I'd better go back and finish the fish. That lunchroom don't give no rebates. I want you to leave on the plate. I'll... Uh, just a second, Riley. It yeah. seems that you have a condition much more serious than a fish bone. I have? A chicken bone? <laughs> No, now open your mouth again, please. Say ah. Ah. Wider. Mmm. Mmm. Doc, is it that serious? Well, not too serious. That is, if you have them taken out right away. Taken out? How can you see my appendix from way up here? <laughs> no, not your appendix, Riley. Your tonsil. Oh, is that all? No, I don't think I'll bother having them taken out. I've had them tonsils since I was a kid. They've become sort of attached to me. Now, look here, Riley. If you don't have those tonsils out immediately, serious complications might develop. Otitis media, septicemia, rheumatic endocarditis, quinsy. Quinsy? Uh, certainly. You can see that an operation is really necessary. Operation? Oh, can I just cure them myself? Maybe if I read that book, The Quinsy Report... Riley, in your case, an operation is specifically indicated. Operation? Well, I... I, I, Can't I just wait till they get ripe and drop off? Now, stop acting like an infant, Riley. A tonsillectomy is as simple as ABC. You just take a small instrument about no bigger than this, and then snip, snip, and they're out. I'll make a reservation for you at the hospital. Okay, Doc. Let's say next year. <laughs> no, tomorrow. Those tonsils must come out where they're almost as big as billiard balls. Billiard balls? Now, stop being so nervous. <laughs> well, I ain't nervous. I just don't like the idea of you doctors shooting pool with my tonsils. 
you home early. Hello, Dumplin'. Hiya, Bob. Hello, Daddy. Hello, children. I hope you're hungry, dear. I picked something that... Well, Ronnie, what's the matter? I can tell by your face there's something wrong. Nothing's wrong. Everything's great. Daddy, what is it? Oh, tell me, dear. I... I'm a sick man. Ryan. Oh, no, Daddy. Oh, you better sit down, Pop. Help me to that chair, Peg. Yes, dear. Oh, Riley. Here's the pillow, Pop. Thank you. Daddy, shall I put on your slippers? Okay, but you'll find them a little too big for you. <laughs> I, I just can't stand it. What happened? I saw the doctor today. The doctor? About what? Now, Peg, you've got to be brave. Prepare yourself for a shock. Oh, sweetheart, what is it? Lots of things. Otitis medium. <laughs> rheumatic end of carditis. <laughs> and September semia. Oh, oh gosh, Daddy. Pop. Oh, oh Riley. Uh, that's what I'll get if I don't have my tonsils out. Tonsils? Yeah. I thought you were going to kick the bucket. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, don't sound so disappointed. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Everybody laughs. Yeah. I'm glad my tonsils tickle you. <laughs> I'm sorry, dear, but there's nothing to a tonsil operation. No, nothing, she says. They're just going to put my throat from ear to ear and rip out my tonsils. <laughs> and that's nothing. Oh, now, Pop, they may not even cut them off. Why, I knew a kid at school once he had his burned out. Burned out? <laughs> that's until nobody's going to shove no blowtorch down my throat. <laughs> well, they ain't going to get me. I ain't going to that hospital. No, sir. Daddy, Absolutely minor operation. Yes, Riley, be sensible. If your tonsils have to go, they have to go. Yeah, but I don't want to go with them. <laughs> You're just exaggerating things in your mind, Daddy. Gee, Papa, I never thought you'd be a coward. Who's a coward? I'm just scared, that's all. <laughs> I mean, uh, about your mother and you kids. Here you all are, alone. And tomorrow morning I go to that hospital. Oh, cheer up, Pop. We'll get along without you. What? Uh, I mean, well, can you come home? Of course, dear. Now, don't worry about us. We'll be all right. Yeah, well, okay, I, I feel better now. You ought to know by now that I'm no coward. I'm not afraid of anything or anybody. Remember the time in Ebbets Field when that big six-foot umpire got the licking of his life? I was one of the 12 guys that did it. <laughs> sure, Pop. I'm sorry, you're no coward. Not sure. After all, what is it to a little tonsil operation? The doc told me exactly how they do it. Of course, there's nothing to worry about. Of course, you see, they just take this knife that's about as big as, as from here to where Junior's standing, <laughs> and they shove it down my throat, and then they chop, chop. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what happened to you 
with the plant today. You went off the floor for lunch, you never come back. Yeah, what it was like this, I huh? was worried. I didn't notice you was missing until suddenly the belt line started going faster. <laughs> oh, you see, I, I had some trouble. Oh, here. no, don't say that. If Riley, my best pal, is in trouble, that I couldn't stand. I know, you got fired. No, I've got worse trouble. i got to go to the hospital tomorrow. Hospital? <laughs> Why, what's the matter, pal? Oh, if anything's wrong with you, you, my best friend. Something incurable? <laughs> yeah, tonsil. Tonsil? That's all? Well, ain't that enough? You got a nerve aggravating me over a couple of measly tonsils. Stop wasting my time. Oh, yeah, you think it's nothing. What do you know about it, Gillis? I know plenty about surgery. Why, during a day goes by, I don't need all the obituary columns. Why, <laughs> taking out tonsils is a sink. Nothing to it. Any good doctor can perform that operation blindfolded. Blindfolded, huh? Well, if my doctor wants to get paid, he better pay. <laughs> hey, you're in bad shape, Riley. Get stiff. Now relax, pal. There's nothing to it. Uh, it's easy for you to say. Did you ever have your tonsils taken out? No, but believe me, I'd be glad to if I had the opportunity. Boy, would I love to go to a hospital and stay overnight. 24 wonderful hours away from my wife. Some wife. Ether is better. Yeah, well, I like my wife. She's cute. And I like my tonsils, too. They're cute. Riley, turn your head this way. Huh? More. Yeah. I want to tell you something to your face. Uh, You're a coward. Who's a coward? Then stop squawking. If the doctor says you got to do it, you got to do it. The whole thing takes a minute. That's all? Why, sure. They put you to sleep. They open your mouth, they take a very sharp instrument, uh, down your throat it goes, very delicate. Flash, flash, rip, rip, it's over. <laughs> oh. pale. I knew it, you're a cow. That ain't so, only I... Let me relieve your mind, cow. You know that Mrs. Bennett on the next block, she's uh, my wife's best friend? Well, she had her tonsils taken out, and the next day she was given a party. And she didn't invite my wife. The next day, huh? Well, sure, don't take my word for it. Go ask the woman. She'll give you courage. I don't need courage, Gillis, and you stop making cracks. It'll be a dark and stormy day when Chester A. Riley has to go to some helpless woman for courage. But I'll go just to be neighborly. <laughs> Yes, sir? Uh, is, is Mrs. Bennett in? Uh, yes, sir. Who shall I say is calling? Riley. Chester A. Riley. I, I live down the street. M Mrs. Bennett was in the hospital, and I... Uh, the same thing is going to happen to me, and... Well, you know, I, I want to give her advice. I, I oh, I see. Uh, come in, please. Okay. I'll tell Mrs. Bennett you're here. Who is that, Matilda? It's uh, Mr. Riley from down the block, ma'am. He must have heard about you giving birth to the twins, and I think he wants some advice. Oh, I guess his wife is expected. <laughs> I guess so, ma'am. Well, then, you better finish feeding the twins, and I'll go see him. I know how nervous the prospective father can be. How do you do, Mr. Riley? Oh, hello, Mrs. Bennett. Oh, please don't get up, Mr. Riley. I realize what a strain you must be going through. Yeah, well, I, I am kind of worried, but uh, mostly on account of my wife. Oh, well, naturally. After all, it is your wife's problem, too, isn't it? Yeah. Why couldn't this have happened when I was single? Oh. 
you're retaining your sense of humor. Now, I realize how upset you must be. But, but just remember now, this sort of thing happens every day. Now, take my case. I had two of them. Well, don't everybody have two? <laughs> But now that it's all over, my husband and I are so happy. Would you like to see them? See them? You, you, you mean you brought them home with you? Oh. oh, God. And you know something? I can't tell one from the other. Yeah, well, I, that, that don't worry me. I'm leaving mine in a hospital. Oh. oh, don't say that. You'll love them, just like I love mine. You know, my husband can't wait to get home each night and play with them. What? 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 Well, you don't say. <laughs> you know what? If you come inside, I'll let you hold one. Hold one? In my bare hands? Oh, you'll have to use both hands, Mr. Riley. They're quite large, you know. Large? How large? Oh, oh they each weigh seven pounds. Seven? Seven pounds? I don't believe it. And they eat like little piggies. They eat? Lady, what kind of tonsils did you have? They should be in Vaudeville. Tonsils? What are you talking about? I'm talking about my tonsils. I gotta have them taken out. And... Tonsils? Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> the maid said that, and so I thought that. Oh, dear. I had my tonsils out a year ago. I was talking about my two baby girls. I just had twins. You had twins? <laughs> yes. Uh, congratulations, madam. Riley, dear, it's getting late. It's time you started to the hospital. Yeah, I know, but first I got something to say to my family. Peg, you sit down here. But you'll be late. Junior, you sit here and Dad's you here. Well, Daddy, what's this all about? Well, I got something to read to you. It's in this envelope. It says, Hester A. Riley, his last will and testament. <laughs> to be read after his funeral. So now I'll read it. Oh, Riley. Will you please stop this? It's ridiculous. Well, sure, Pat, you're not going to kick off. Don't be so pessimistic. <laughs> now listen. I, Chester A. Riley, of sound body, <clears throat> do, uh, do hereby cut up my entire estate to wit and ergo. <laughs> to peg my beloved wife, I leave outright my entire bank account, which has always been in her name. Also, for the past year, I have been kind of holding out a certain sum each week from my salary. Riley. And for emergencies. I want my dear wife to have this $15. <laughs> which she will find in the radio behind the third tube from the left. Oh, Daddy, please. Don't interrupt, Dad. To my beloved son and pal, Junior, I leave my good name. Is that all? Junior. I ain't finished. Also, I leave him my shoe trees that I got for Christmas, which he will find in my sneakers. 
and to my darling daughter, Bad, who in the years to come won't have her father's protecting hand to guide her when she goes out with boys, I leave these two words. Watch out. <laughs> Sealed and delivered Chester A. Rand. Well, those were my last words. Well, I hope so. Of all the nonsense I ever heard. Now, come on, you lady. Yeah, I'm coming. Goodbye, Junior. Be a good boy. Take care of your sister. Goodbye, Babsy. Take care of your brother. Oh, you'll be okay, Pop. Of course, Dad. Riley, are you coming? Wait. Let me take one last look at my family. Don't move. <laughs> Stay where you are. Oh, seeing you all like this, it brings a great big lump up in my throat. Back to your tonsils. <laughs> now, come on, and let's get him out. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix's Riley. And our brave hero is in the hospital waiting to have a simple tonsil operation. But that's not the way Riley sees it. The way he's acting up, you'd think he was about to undergo the most dangerous operation in the annals of surgery. And right now, our patient is driving his nurse slightly insane. Send me, nurse. Water, water. Nurse, take my pulse. I Please. just took your pulse, Mr. Riley, and it's normal. Now, stop worrying. You're perfectly normal. I am not normal. I know myself better than you do. Oh, <laughs> why did I ever come here? Why did I ever let that doctor see my tonsil? Next time, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> now, just relax. My goodness, the way you act, you think you were going to die. Oh, I like to look ahead. <laughs> Where's my late wife? She should have been back long ago. She went out for some lunch. She'll be here when you get back from the operating theater. Theater? Nothing doing. They ain't selling tickets to look at me. <laughs> That's what they call the surgery room. Well, now I better get you ready. Ready? You mean my time has come? I'm going to give you something for your nerves and you'll feel better. Here, let me have your arm. No, wait a minute. You mean you're going to stab me with that dagger? This is just a hypodermic needle, and it won't hurt a bit. Just turn your head, and it'll be over before you know it. Now close your eyes. Oh! Get back in bed. All I did was swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> now lie still, please. Okay. Well, why don't you do it and get it over with? Oh, it's all done, Mr. Riley. I told you it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, I guess the needle wasn't very sharp. <laughs> now, you just lie there and relax. The orderlies will come and get you with a stretcher in a few minutes. Who is it? It is I. It's you there. The friendly undertaker. <laughs> oh, that's all I need now. Come in, Digger. You can stay five minutes, sir. Thank you, dear Miss Nightingale. <laughs> Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Oh, Digger, I feel terrible. Perhaps these flowers I brought you will cheer you up. They're my favorite kind. Crocus. <laughs> Digger, tell me. Do you know anybody who had their tonsils taken out? Oh, yes. A very good friend of mine had his removed some time ago. Well, how did he make that? How is it? He must be fine. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> now, don't worry about the operation, Riley. They put you to sleep, the doctor does his work, and you're finished. And when you're ready to leave the hospital, 
I'll be waiting for you. You'll be waiting for me? My vehicle will be at the back entrance. I'll help them lift you into it. No. No, you can't make me. No. Why waste money on a taxi when you can drive home in my new station wagon? Oh, that wagon. Well, I'll take it. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, Miss Lowry, it's time for our little operation. Now just roll over on this dresser here. Come on, now lie down. No, no, I changed my mind. I want to go home. <laughs> now. now stop this nonsense, Mr. Riley. Lie down. Nurse, allow me. If I can't get it to lie down, nobody can. <laughs> Where am I? You're in the operating room. We're waiting for the anesthetic. Why don't they operate now and give me the anesthetic right here? Oh. oh, I had to ask to be transferred to surgery. I wasn't happy on the psychopathic ward. Where's my, where's my family? They're waiting in the green room. Now, please, try to go to sleep. Sleep? Oh, let me. I'm staying awake to make sure that doctor knows what he's doing. I ain't taking any change. Oh, nurse. Yes. Oh, Dr. Rolf, are you ready for Mr. Riley? Riley? Yes, this case here. He's asleep. Oh, yes, the tonsillectomy. No, I've got a serious emergency that just came in. I don't think I'll get to Riley till late this afternoon. Better take him right back to his room. Yes, doctor. Hey, Mom, come on. I just saw a wheel pop into his room. Oh, I'm glad the operation's over. I certainly was quick. Oh, I hope Daddy's all right. Here's his door. Let's go in. Oh, the poor thing, Chelsea. It's the anesthetic. Yeah, I guess it takes the dope a while to wear off. <laughs> well, where's the nurse? He shouldn't be left alone after an operation. Oh, he's coming here. Riley, dear. It's me, Peg. Oh, where am I? Back in your room, dear. The operation's all over. It's over. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh, my throat. <laughs> Does it hurt much, Pop? It's agony, but I can take it. Oh, the pain. <laughs> we better call the doctor. No, no, I'll suffer in silence. Oh, the pain. Here, take a sip of this water, dear. No, I can't swallow. Oh, and try, Pop. Be brave. It might help you. Okay, I'll try. No, it's just excruciating. Take another sip. Okay. Hey, now it didn't hurt at all. Oh, <laughs> you don't sound so harsh, dear. You sound more like yourself, Daddy. Yeah. Hey, I feel fine. I tell you, this modern surgery is wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad you came through it all right. Now, you see, Peg, you were worried over nothing. <laughs> wonderful. I don't understand how I listen, Peg, uh, about my will, I got I was only kidding about that $15. <laughs> but there ain't any donut radio. Uh, oh, there isn't now. I've got it right here in my bag. I uh, wait a minute. <laughs> hello, Mr. Riley. Oh, hello, Dr. Rose. How are you feeling? Great, Doc. Great. You really know your business. Oh, thank I you. Feel good enough to go home right now. That's fine. All right, orderlies, you can bring that stretcher in now. Oh. <laughs> hey, Doc, I don't need no stretcher to take me to the bus. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite a car. <laughs> now, let's go up to the operating room. 
Operating room? Well, Doctor, I, I thought the operation was all over. I wish it were. I'm so tired, I can't see straight. You mean that I... The truth? That I... What a revolting development this is. 